Hey, fish flippers. Welcome back to Erico Blueberry. It's an unassuming destiny podcast. My name is Chili Bin. Oh, frick. It's Mackie. <laughs> Just going for the mental flashbang, referencing a joke we made and enjoyed right before we started recording <laughs> uh, about flipping fish with a big fish flipper. That's still really hard to say. Um, we're here. It's week one of Riven's Wishes. Uh, we've got some of that to get into. And I say some because I've dabbled in that quest line and not got very far yet. Um, some other like big news around Destiny and where Final Shape is up to. Uh, but what's been going on? You still haven't finished the season? <laughs> I haven't. Uh, mm, I've done some Gambit. Okay. Now you're speaking my language. Oh, and that that is it. Okay. I I logged in and did two moments of triumphs. Triumphs. Yeah. And then I logged out. <laughs> I mean, I, I I logged in after that reset, and like it told me I had triumphs that I'd finished already in that seal. I had, I had like eight yeah. automatically proc. <laughs> it was just like here, have three of them for free. I was like, I don't. What is this even for? Um. So yeah. I'm most of the way I've to that seal already. Three left. And then I have it. Yeah. Um, but that's fine, I guess. I, I mean, I've been playing Destiny in the last year since we last had Moments of Triumph, so maybe it's just counting all the stuff I did. A lot of it was um, stuff that you would organically do through seasons. Yeah. Yeah. That's all the stuff that procced for me was those triumphs. Yeah, because I think, stuff I think that um, a buddy Alex, like, logged into the game, clicked a bunch of triumphs and already had it finished. <laughs> Got it. Because, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he has played a lot more than you or I have uh, in quite a while. Um, just on the rig, so uh, just, good for him. He does a lot more raids and dungeons than we do. Yeah, yeah. That reminds me, I need to actually give fire. I need to do a crack. Yeah, I got some dungeons I have to do. Yeah, but as in, if as a female in Destiny, I'm very worried. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I. So I keep seeing like reels on Instagram of like it's either Rainbow Six Siege or it's COD lobbies or just like random online shooter games and it's stuff where like a woman is in the voice chat like they realize it's a woman and they'll be like oh, i can't talk to you leaves game and she's like what is this meme i don't understand what's happening um <laughs> i'm not yeah. like it was like six dudes in a row being like i'm not allowed to talk to you it's like what i mean that's that. better than what i would have assumed would happen they got that ninja relationship rules. Yeah. Or he's not allowed to stream with other women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just so bizarre. And then there was there was another one they saw today and they were like just offering to do some of the weirdest, most generous shit of like, I, I want to do your taxes. What are you, What is this? <laughs> hey, girl. Is this, is, this chival- me- is this chivalry now? Hey, girl, let me review your fuck 401. Yeah, like, I want to buy you health insurance. What? <laughs> I'll take it, but like, health insurance expansive. Hey, girl, you got a dentist appointment coming up. <laughs> what? What's the second half of that? Because I'm gonna give you a filling. Like, <laughs> whoa, smooth, Riz Lord over here. Coming with the Riz, then they're not that smart. Stop spreading rumors. <laughs> um, all right, we should probably talk about Destiny. What's uh, we got? Uh, what is this? DMG deleting his whole vault, which was fucking yep. insane. 
So DMG's setting a uh, deleting weapons out of his vault as charity goals for another streamer. Yeah. And by the end of it, having, I think it was six weapons left in his vault, right. if that. And he was deleting, like, stuff he can't get back, exotics with really good perks, like, really good rolls on, because it's DMG. Oh, uh, like, armor is gone, you mean? Everything is gone. Because, like, exotic weapons you can pull out of the collection with, I mean, craftable exotics are a little different, I think. Yeah, but, like, but generally like, you can just get them back. God rolled masterworked yeah. purples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, stuff that he's like, I need this very specific rose. Yeah. And then does 22 hours he, of destiny to get this specific drop and then immediately masterworks it. Did he at some point recently do one of Dado's like vault cleaning things? I feel like he's done that before. I think he's done it a couple of times. Yeah. So like he, he's definitely like curated that vault to a point already. Um, and now it's all gone. It's gone. <laughs> it's a very funny thread watching him just slowly regret the offer. Oh, is he going through like item, like stopping at certain items and being like, oh, this one hurts. But I didn't yeah. click into the, into the tweets. So it's uh, the bungee donation drive and he was doing it for uh, Big Daddy TJ. Right. Um. And what it was was show me your donation total for Big Daddy Tej and circle what you want axed. Oh. Donations over 2K, pick a character to say goodbye to. Like individual donations? Yep. Wow. For hitting 3K, saying goodbye to my first and only Destiny 2 Fatebringer. Time lost. Right. Yeah. Masterworked. God rolled. Uh, gold rolled Matador 64 masterwork. Oh, that gone. was out of like the, the Dares of Eternity, like 30th anniversary stuff, right? I think that's yep. where we got that. And it just keeps getting darker and darker oh, the further you go God. through the thread. And then eventually he just follows up with empty vault, empty characters. That was like, like the one characters' of the last inventories tweets. are blasted as well, or yeah, is it deleted so the characters? I think he ended up deleting one character. Fuck. That's um, a man who plays a lot of Destiny. Like even now, not working there, I know that he still is pretty active. Yeah. Goodness me. Yeah, and now some of his tweets are just him earning stuff back. Getting excited for like a purple drop again, man. That's like, that's actually kind of sweet. Just like, damn, look at this roll on this legendary weapon. Um, yeah, empty vault, zero out of six hundred. So much, uh, so much room for possibility. Yeah, six hundred of your finest items, please. What a ledge, though. That's very What a good. legend. I love DMG. Yeah. Still. Forever a fave. Still out there on Twitter, like, fighting the good fight, like, while the games industry is getting fucking hounded and destroyed by industry Layoffs. capitalists laying people off. And he's just out there, like, still, still talking that Doing tone. what he can. Yeah. Just putting messages out there of, like, here's the reality of what it's like to work in games and just, like, breaking shit down. Um, in a way that doesn't get him in trouble, which I think is like a fine line to walk. 
Um, yeah. If he ever listens to this, we still appreciate the ever-loving shit out of him. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, the other... The, like that sword kill community achievement thing, that was like another sort of charity related thing, right? Or it was just like... I think it was just a community just like, event. Let's just do this thing. But it was like because 7 they had million the... sword kills collectively. Yeah, I think it. I think it's because I had the Geralt stuff going oh, true. in the store, like yeah. the cosmetics. Yeah. Um. So they just tied a community event into that. You know, sometimes when things are getting a little bit quiet in the game, they just randomly be like, "Here's a fun thing for you guys to do." Yeah. Um. So I. So I was certainly surprised. I don't know if you got this email. I got one that said, "Hey, sword kills. You contributed a hundred. I haven't used a sword." In months. I don't know if I got one. But I got the emblem code. I'll have to check. But it's just a public emblem code. Like, anyone can use it. It's the same code. So you can just True. use that one that I put in the screenshot. But it's just, like, very, I think you should leave. I didn't, I didn't do fucking shit uh, in response to that. I was like, I, I don't got to worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do fucking shit. But it's the email. I'm like, what do you mean sword kills? I contributed. I barely play the game at the moment, let alone use a sword. Most of it is machine guns and other things that look like machine guns. Actually, I might have it and just not seen the email because not too long ago, I think my last Gambit playthrough, I used a sword because I picked up a bounty that was sword kills. Oh, you know what? Yeah, this month, the, like this season's Gambit uh, Gilding Dredgen, like the thing you had to get 100 kills with was swords. But I'm pretty sure this like community milestone thing, the range of time that they were looking at was well after I had done that. It was like the last mm. couple of weeks. Yeah, I but think I definitely used a sword in the last couple of weeks. I haven't used a sword this season otherwise. Except maybe a dungeon, Oopie. but even then it was ages ago. Free emblem. Hey, love it. I don't think I'll use it. It's not it's not particularly compelling visually to me. But I got it. So thanks, Bungie. Thanks, math. Shout out to numbers. Uh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to check my emails. I probably accidentally did it just trying to get those sword kills done for a bounty. Yeah. Because I wanted the bright dust for something else. <laughs> yeah, these these fucking, hey, here's a segue. You want that bright dust for some upcoming uh, ornaments for your for your character? Uh, we've got a, a hot new uh, IP crossover coming to Destiny 2, one that I think is actually pretty fucking fitting. It's Mass Effect time, baby. Yeah. I'm not a Mass Effect girly. I don't think I've ever touched one of those games. Uh, but they look nice. Yeah. I mean, the 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 armor design, is it feels aesthetically similar feels very Destiny. to Destiny. Yeah. Like, you know, more basic kind of Titan armor designs, if anything. But there's definitely some, some similarity there. Uh, the Warlock design's clean. Yeah. Yeah, it does look pretty good. I think there's also like a ghost shell and a ship and a sparrow. I don't know if it's going to be the like iconic Mass Effect uh, ship. The Normandy, that's what it's called. 
Um, I only played the first three Mass Effect games because after that I was like, oh, it turns out it's bad. They made bad games. Um, and also the ending of three was a whole conversation. Um, but yeah, this is this is cool for me. It's a little bit of nostalgia. I might, yeah. I might get these. Like I haven't really fucked with the crossover armor sets much at all because they just like the God of War one. It was like okay, I see how you're referencing God of War, but it's not at all similar enough for me to go like, yeah, I'm gonna cosplay as Kratos. When are we getting Tetsuo Nomura crossover? I don't know what that is. It's like Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts. Oh. When are we getting a Kojima crossover? Now we're talking. Let me put a hundred boxes on the back of my Titan. Let me dress up as a corpse disposal unit agent. Give me a BB. Hello. Now we're talking. Sony? <laughs> I know you're listening. <laughs> put Sam Porter Bridges in Zavala's office. And then have him shoot me when I inadvertently try to look at his crotch. Punch <laughs> you in the face. This is one of the funniest things about Death Stranding. You're just like, I'm just going to look at his dick. And he's like, what are you doing? Yeah. He just actively I, reacts to it. <laughs> Ko- Koji was aware of how horny the Norman Reedus fan base is. Yeah, that's why when he, when they do the, <laughs> the animation where he steps into the shower, like there's that, that like, opaque barrier <laughs> for his own tv yeah. show well, yeah but like it's conveniently <laughs> right around his crotch and ass and then that's the screen in which they played a trailer for his amc tv show that was airing at the time <laughs> it's so creepy <laughs> and then the incredibly well rendered monster energy can i need to go back and play that game again jesus christ trailer's out for number two and i that's think that's why i need to go back and actually finish the first one. you're just gonna be like what because even as someone who has finished that game it's now kojima talk um someone who has finished death stranding multiple times this new trailer even i'm like what the fuck kojima yeah well, the thing is like, i think that playthrough of death stranding i had going i was like 30 something hours deep and either something came out in destiny and i just fell off it and then like i rebuilt well i built a new pc and i didn't I haven't installed Death Stranding until this week, uh, so I don't know if my saves still exist because I don't know if they were doing cloud saves and Steam for that. Um, but I would happily start from the start again because I have fully forgotten what I was doing, how to play, uh, what the story was. 30 hours is fine. Yes. You'll get to experience the fantastic moment Kojima picks the soundtracks Oh, yeah, like coming over a mountain and playing some low roar fucking end me. Yeah. So good. Yeah. That's just some some collaborations I would like to see in the future with Destiny. Yeah, but they Ape escape collaboration. They have their whole, like, us, they're going for the orchestral, like, in-house true. produced music vibe. But, um. Do you want Ape Escape music in Destiny? You also fucking, like, hot jazz? <laughs> fuck yeah. Give us a nostalgic PlayStation crossover with Destiny and have armor sets based off nostalgic PlayStation games. Like Crash Bandicoot. It's just a pair of jean shorts. <laughs> and Spyro and Ape Escape and Medieval, but I'm biased. Yeah. Um I'm trying to think of fun. I'm trying to think of like weird I would spend money on that. I'm trying to think of weird old PlayStation 1 games that I played. 
Jet Set Radio. <laughs> what, what was the one with the kid in the with the pink hair? Is like Tomba. <gasps> I love Tomba. Yeah, give me a Tomba crossover. That'd be sick. With the piggies. Yeah. Yeah, nostalgic PlayStation crossover. Like Sony, come on now. I know. I would. I would give so many monies for something I mean, that, like that's, that. That's like the Fortnite thing to do, right? It's just like slam a bunch of bullshit in there, make you make you look like whatever you want. I'll, people like us apparently will pay silver for that, which is real money. Bloodborne. Uh, Bloodborne would be good, even though I have still not finished it or even gotten that far into it. I just haven't cracked. I haven't cracked like from software games models. I haven't like figured out my way into it. They might, they might not be for me. I don't know. I want to. I want to try to understand it. I love them. I'm a Soulsborne girly. Mm. I think it comes from years of banging my head against the wall when it comes to like Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts and stuff like that. Yeah. It's got a certain appreciation for beating, <laughs> beating yourself up. <laughs> Um, yeah. We'll get some Mass Effect stuff in Destiny. Uh, More crossovers. These are fun. They are fun, and they hurt nobody. Like they're just cosmetics. Literally, who cares? And I'm pretty certain this Mass Effect crossover they've said is going to be free really? in the season pass or something. Oh yeah, no, it says at no cost. Uh, what? I'm just so they probably I'm just reading this caption now. It's potentially coming. up for. Up for Bright Dust or part of the season pass? I mean, it says what? It's coming Destiny 2, February 13th, in celebration of the collaboration of the partners of Bioware. Uh, the Ghost Shell, the ship, the Sparrow will be available to all players in the upcoming Allegiance Alliance requisition bundle at no cost. That doesn't mention the armor sets. So maybe the armor sets you got to pay for, but the like. But you get everything else at no cost. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Like, you get a little ship, you get a Ghost Shell, you get a Sparrow cool especially now that like, like, sparrow is being all uh fast so yeah the freedom to like just use any sparrow is back and then like eventually these things end up in the bright dust pools anyway yeah i don't know if that's true for these like ip crossovers i don't know if i've seen that for like the other ones they've done so far mm. um not necessarily everything shows up in both places yeah. It'd be nice if they eventually did, even if it's just after a year or two. Yeah, like there has been, there are some that like do eventually show up there, but it's like, yeah, a year or two in some cases where it's like, oh yeah, no one's buying this anymore. Let's just put it in the rotation. So we'll see. I love collaborations that are harmless. Yo. Now, big news this week in the world of Destiny. One, this was the first tweet Little in the bit. thread from Joe. A little bit heartbreaking. Well, the first one's not so much. So the first one is Joe Blackburn, uh, game director, uh, basically saying next month Final Shape is getting into, what's he call it? One of the End-to-end mo- play testing. Yeah, one, one of the most critical internal milestones they have is the thing they've done since Forsaken. Um, yeah, the end-to-end play tests, multiple days of internal play testing. They basically just go through everything that is coming in that release. Um, yeah, it kind of dives into sort of what the de- the details of that are. Um, but he also goes on to say that 
uh, it's the moment that he will be stepping away from Bungie and his role leading Destiny. I like um, how we use the playtesting as like sugar to make the medicine go down. Yeah, but I also think like there's a part of it too that like it does serve as a pretty natural clean break. It's like this is a culmination of like obviously 10 years of storytelling, but also like his time at the head of this the franchise. This is where it feels right for him yeah. to step out. Yeah. And like he's been out there talking about what's coming next and, you know, sure that we'll see more about that soon. Um, but this is definitely like the big thing to hang your hat on as you, as you sort of walk out the door, which I think is very cool for him to get to do that. Like even if the way we get to the final shape in terms of the business surrounding it is a little rocky, like he still gets to like put this positive spin on the whole thing. And um, I can't remember who was in that role before him. I don't know if it was Luke Smith or if there was someone between them. I can't remember. Luke, yeah. Luke's always been in weird roles. of like creative director and then like is now some executive producer or something. Um, but I can't remember who was doing Joe's job before Joe. He's been there a while. Um, he's been very good at it. You know, the, the last few months in particular, like when things are being kind of rough, he was like, he's just randomly started doing like straight to video, uh, well, straight to camera videos and just like getting real honest with people and just being like, here's how things are going. Uh, here's why this is bad. This is not bad. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so it's, it's been good. I think it would have been easy for someone in his position to like, have the studio step back or like step away from the public a bit more. But he was like, no, I'm just going to go out there and just try something weird and uncomfortable. And he started showing up on podcasts and doing all sorts of other stuff. So yeah. Yeah. And he, he made the executive decision to not put other staff in the firing line, mm. which in the past has resulted in not very good things happening as we've discussed. Yes. But for him to be like, hi, I'm now the face. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of miss him, but he said he'll still be around. He'll yeah. still be involved in the community. Yeah, because, I mean, like we said with DMG, like, they also play a lot of Destiny and enjoy the game, and, I mean, that that hasn't changed, you know? Like, yeah. he's just going to not do that particular job anymore. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of, I mean, it's both exciting that they're hitting this milestone and, you know, an end-to-end playtest and the way they're talking about it makes it sound like they're getting close to sort of finalizing the release, you know, like they're, they're testing everything here. It's getting ready to prep for its release in what, July? Oh. You're saying that the expansion is approaching its final shape? Stop it. <laughs> you have forsaken me. Um, <laughs> that's what you get for that one. Um I, mean, I had a point, now it's gone. Um, oh, Good. yeah. He also goes on to say who is taking over after him. And it is yeah, someone... Big name. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, bungee old Into- heads will kind of Yeah, know. I was going to say. Cause th- so, Tyson Green, uh, who has been around Bungie for, like, 20-plus years, apparently, since, like, the days of Myst. Myth. Myth, actually. Sorry, not Myst. Myth. So, like... Myth. Old head. Marathon. D1. Early like D2, like his name shit. is on some pretty big stuff. Yeah. yeah. But he's also not someone who previously has been very like public facing. Um, he's showed up in a few v- VDOCs and things like that, often wearing a bucket hat. Um, he's He's got a certain vibe. Um, 
but yeah, it'll be cool. To, it'll be cool to see what his like, I guess, public persona will be because I don't really have an impression of him. I'd need to go and like watch old videos to see sort of like how he comes across. Um, but I think it's it's a good sign that they're putting someone in that position who's been around for so fucking long. Because um, I, I think it, it would be a bad sign in my mind if they got someone in externally who was less familiar with Bungie and its franchises and the history. Um, then it might just seem like maybe Sony is doing some weird shit, but instead it's like, no, we're going to put someone in here who knows this shit. Um, yeah. And then obviously after Final Shape, we've got the, the episodes or whatever they're calling them. So that'll be kind of what they're uh, going to be responsible first, I guess. Responsible for first. Whatever that means. Yeah. She's looking Halo, Myth, and Destiny veteran. Yeah. Oh, he also worked in uh, the development of the Fireteam Finder. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, so it's it's good to have someone who is so intrinsically involved in Bungie's kind of legacy hmm. to, to get involved, especially at such a crucial point in this game. Like, this is it for yeah. the main game. So... Yeah, that's really exciting. Yeah. I am and then gonna, we're getting... I'm going to missing Joe and his mustache. His ever-evolving mustache. Yeah. <laughs> the many phases of Joe Blackburn's mustache. So good. I'm going to miss watching a VDoc and be, talking with you like, I wonder what mustache he's going to have this year. Yeah, yes, we, and then so us being flashbanged by him shaving it off completely. Oh, my God. I wasn't ready for when that happened. Just like when it when a dude who's always had a you've always known them with a beard gets rid of it. So like I didn't I didn't actually ever picture your chin, and that's a weird thing to say. And also to be confronted by a man's chin. Joe's top lip. Ah <laughs> Yeah. How yeah. long have you had that? <laughs> yeah. Nice tan line, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I do I do love his uh facial hair growing endeavors during the pandemic. Hmm. Oh, look, a lot, a lot of dudes tried it. I, I went I went down the road of I'm going to give myself a buzz cut at home because you couldn't go get my hair cut and I needed to do something about it. Same. <laughs> yeah. Y'all want to play some fucking tennis? I entered my tennis ball era. <laughs> it was so fucking funny, the, the lime green hair and then the buzz cut. <laughs> I think the best part of that when I was shaving my head was the live updates in the server, though. Yeah. Because I started by just shaving the top and leaving the rest of it long. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> I had forgotten about the steps involved. Because I had, I had the mount, I had the Mountain Dew mullet yeah. for a couple of weeks. Where I got bored one night and said, "I'm going to bleach my hair," and then jumped in a video call with you guys as I was bleaching my hair. <laughs> and then I only had green hair dye in the house, so then I tried to dye it green, but the green came out like Mountain Dew yellow. The piss mullet was born. Piss mullet. And then I shaved it. it just, like that era of like pandemic discord reminds me so much of like my first year of uni being in the like the residence halls and just like all the goofy shit you would get up in the hallways or like going between people's rooms and just like would be there'd be three of us hanging out in someone's room. Someone's going to walk in, do something bizarre 
And then that's just the thing we're doing for the next hour. Yeah. I think for just talking about like Joe's pan- publicly broadcasted pandemic <laughs> efforts, um, when we were all stood down, it, yeah, it had that energy. There was always a voice chat open or a video chat open yeah. and we were all experiencing collective brain rot. Yeah, because well, like... None of us were sleeping. <laughs> yeah, but also... There was a point where we were all up at 4 a.m. every night, just like, the sun's coming it got, up. It Fuck. got bad, yeah. Like, I, <laughs> I, I try to remember, like, my progression of jobs at that time in terms of employment. So I definitely quit a job in March of 2020 because the leadership thought coronavirus was a hoax. And then I didn't start the next job. Maybe it was like a few months or something. I don't remember. Yeah, because we came back from Victoria because we got stuck in Victoria, Mm. my partner and I at the time for a little bit. And then almost immediately the event we work out together was publicly cancelled. And then they opened up a Discord server for everyone who worked the event to still hang out and then also for people to stay in contact during the pandemic because as soon as lockdown started, we all understood how lonely it was going to be. Yeah. And then I got stood down around the time that you quit your job. Yeah. And then I think slowly after that, just everyone else was slowly getting the stand down emails. Yeah. And then, week and then we as all well. just started doing a bunch of streaming on Twitch because like what the fuck else are we going to do? <laughs> Streaming, streaming in Discord, yeah. Jack Jackbox oh, nights so, that would run so through until four a.m., five a.m. So much Jackbox. It got horrendous. Um, but yeah, that shit got me through, dude. Like, because that, that was also the era where like we were limited in Victoria to five a five kilometer radius from our house. And still, like, outside, yeah. wear masks, do the whole shit. Um, and, like, there, there was no one that I knew within five kilometers of me. Um, and then, then eventually they opened up the rules that you could, like, go and see, you know, romantic partners or, like, set up, like, a social buddy system to, to breach that 5K limit. But it was, like, a single person you're allowed to do that with. Um so there was, there was just a lot of time I was living at I was living by myself. I was just at home, just I'll fucking f- close the work laptop, turn off the bad screen, turn on the good screen. It's time for Destiny for fucking six hours or something. And I think I think that's what's like for people like us. Joe stepping down is kind of hitting us. Mm. It's because he was a huge part of that as well. Like pandemic Destiny times. Like he'd be on Twitter being like, here's this thing. Or he'd just randomly show up on a Destiny streamer's stream and be like, hey, you want to do this raid together? Yeah. Or he would, I think at one point he was streaming or he was doing something yeah, content related. He went around like a few podcasts here and there and stuff like that. Yeah. So he'd always been around even prior to taking the forefront mm. and then- I think for you and I, we both developed a deep appreciation for him when he showed up on the Beyond Light VDoc that we stayed up specifically. I think it was the first time we ever stayed up to watch something together. Yeah. Specifically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Because it was that that was the one that I think aired. It was a little more friendly than one since then. It was like 1 a.m. 
and then the reset was at three hour time. And so, yeah. or it was like, yeah, we, I think we just ended up maybe going, getting a little bit of sleep, but still starting at like six or some shit. Yeah. So we're going into that, like the Varix reveal and the Brig reveal, very sleep deprived and just like, what the fuck is going on? And, and Joe was kind of the face for that moment for a lot of us. So, yeah. I'm not going to pull one out because I would break all these electronics, but metaphorically pull one out for a real one. Shout out to Joe. Yeah. And shout out to Tyson. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure we'll, we'll I'm excited learn to, see, to love him too. see what he does. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see. He's a bucket more, hat aficionado, yeah, so he's already more, got points with us. Bucket hats, like the, we've we've had the fishing hat, which I think is like functionally a bucket hat, but it is not strictly speaking the same thing. So I'm ready for bungee store bucket hat. Bucket hat watch 2024. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I want the merch to take a like real left turn at this point. I, I I need them to for me to justify the shipping cost. <laughs> it needs to be some absolute heat coming through that store. Knowing our luck though, because it's American based, all their like sick summer wear is going to drop in our winter and vice yeah, versa. I'll buy it then, and then by the time <laughs> it's summer here, everyone will have forgotten about it and not bought it, and they'll be like, "Damn, where'd you get that?" It's like you can't, you can't have this. Still not worn my raid jacket to this day. I mean, you live in the worst place to have that deep stone crypt jacket, <laughs> my guy. It's an investment. One day I'll see the snow. Yeah, I mean, I've worn it a couple of times because Melbourne gets a bit cold in the winter. Uh, but even then, it's just so big. One day I will go somewhere cold enough to wear the jacket. Yeah. I mean, you get Melbourne on a good cold day, it'll it'll get there. But like... The, f- the like fake fur around the hood, you don't want to get that wet because it gets bad. You can take it off. Yeah, you can. But I always forget to. And then I'm like, well, I'm glad I have this umbrella. Um, this jacket now feels redundant. But it's just it's just a statement piece at that point. The, the funniest Planet- thing is like seeing Destiny raid jackets out of context. Like I'm waiting for the tram to go to work and there's a dude standing next to me in like a Root of Nightmares jacket or something. You saw a guy in a Volta glass jacket at Knotfest last Correct. year? We were in, in the, the pit. Line. No, we were in the line to go in and Gramps was next to me. I was like, hey, look at that. And he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, why would you bring that here? That is so that hard is, to get. That is the nerd equivalent of the guy in the pit in the Carhartt jacket. Yeah. There's always that guy in the windbreaker in a pit. Mm. That's the nerd equivalent of that. Yeah. I mean, I've got that, like, you've seen my, like, periphery windbreaker right the white one with the orange text yeah and then you got the spirit box reflective one yeah too. well the, the, that periphery one is like the lightest material i would actually consider wearing that to a pit at something like not the spirit box one is a bit more of like a heavy kind of jacket um but also yeah it's like the top half of it is this reflective material that hurts people's eyes sometimes yeah, because when we're at your house, I turned the flash on on Snapchat yeah. and recorded you, and people are like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's a good jacket. I got though. shoes made of that material. Yeah, it's a good jacket. I like it. Yeah. Bring us some absolute heat bungee merchandise, too. Yeah, I want... Hear me out. Techwear. Oh, yes. But bungee I feel wear. like if we're going to see techwear for anything, it's going to be Marathon. 
bungee pit shorts. Yeah, good. Um, in the pit, swinging legs, just in a pair of Destiny basketball shorts. That would. That, I'd fuck with it. Oh uh, no, do like Titan basketball shorts, no, and you're no, fucking basketball like jerseys, like proper shapes. Get True. the numbers. Get the get the shit going in there. Titan. Like a hockey jacket, a hockey jumper. Sorry. Hockey jerseys. Those. those I've known a couple of like websites that I follow that have done custom hockey jerseys and to get good quality ones is incredibly expensive. I wanted to buy the uh Shawzy oh, Blueberry yeah. Bulldogs one and it's 400 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, cuz to get one that isn't shit it's expensive. Nah. Imagine listening to Bicep Metal Crabcore in a Titan themed pair of pit shorts. Yeah, just swinging legs, swinging arms. I also love the crowd, I love crowd the use killing of, as a titan. I love the use of bicep metal. Yeah, just straight up bicep music chug. only. Where my Kubla Khan fans at? Just straight up chug. If the if your music doesn't make you want to live in a trailer park and punch children, it ain't for me. <laughs> I want low IQ, slow and loud. Let's go. I live in a trailer park because you're sick of the government. Kublai <laughs> Khan is for you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, give us more merch. Open other merchandise stores so I don't have to pay forty five dollars for Just shipping. Fucking like figure out the shipping situation. <laughs> I don't mind their store. I just think their shipping provider needs work. Because I I have bought things from the US. And it doesn't necessarily cost that much to get them here. I don't know what's happening. Uh, there's a few band merch stores that are US based, and like the shipping also is still just band. as much as the shirt. Yeah. I'm excited for. I want to see what the actual proper final shape merch is going to look like. Because that color palette is mm. gorgeous. Like the purples and the pastels. Yeah, we haven't seen anything, have we? Like there's the collector's edition. Yeah. They, have they got that on the store? Like a physical collector's edition? Yeah, because they've got the tower. That's where that is. Yeah. Okay. That's. I want it still. I want my little is it, dollhouse. Is it, is it still available? Yeah, it's still hella expensive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I very much would love to see some merch in that. That color theming. Mm. I mean, I'm sure we will. So this year's Festival of the Lost merch. Give us more heavy metal themed merch. Or Deathcore themed. Yeah. Festival of the Lost shirts, yeah, that, please. That, that fucking Season of the Haunted shirt that they did with like the metal logo equivalent of like, it looks like a stack of twigs, but it says Season of the Haunted. Yeah. That, that's Give us more shit. of that. That's my shit. I want people to think it's not a Destiny shirt. Until they see the to a Meshuggah. You can wear it to a Meshuggah show and no one would look twice. Yeah. That's that's what I want. Um All right. I think we're I think we're out of stuff. Yeah. I, I am definitely going to try and play more Destiny and get my moments of triumph for the next episode. Uh, life has just been busy, man. Yeah, no, I and I, the heat. I get it. The heat. <laughs> yeah, the heat makes me not want to play games. Yeah, 
I don't want to be in this room because the PC is right here kicking out hot air at me. It's uh, not my PC is right next to me. And then a wall that gets the sun mm. all day is right next to that. Yeah. It's not fun in this room. Yeah. I think, I think my plan is just to like try and I, I want to push through that Riven's wish quest line and just like get a loop of that done and kind of get a feel for how much work it takes. Cause the first one is like, go to the dreamy city, do this particular public event three times and also do a bunch of just general dreaming city activities and you know, doing, doing the loop of public events to get that one come up three times. It doesn't take too long. Um, but it's just a bit boring, honestly. <laughs> I think after this episode, after we're done, I'm going to refill my drink. Mm. Might make myself a cheeky mimosa. Ooh. Okay. Wash this sweat off because in order to record this episode, I had to close my window yeah. <laughs> and my door. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I might chug away at it and get some moments of triumph done and then also look at these wish missions because I have not actually jumped into campaign, like storyline, seasonal campaign stuff for a couple yeah. of weeks and I probably should. Yeah. No, that's. I also want to see what's in the store because I haven't turned Destiny on yeah. since restart. Yeah. There's some There's some stuff. It's, it's, it's all right this week. Uh, I'm going to go walk a dog, make dinner, edit this episode, then maybe I'll see you online. Hell yeah. And that's us done. All right. Thank you for tuning in, for watching. Appreciate you. Appreciate Joe. Love you, Joe. Yeah. It's uh, you already. Hit all the hit all the buttons. I'm just going to say it. Hit all the buttons. Uh, tell the platform that you appreciate us. Tell us some fun Destiny 2 pandemic stories. Oh, yeah. That's actually such a good call to action. Uh, if you've made it this far into the episode, please leave a comment somewhere uh, under this video saying how weird your Destiny pandemic time got. I want to know. Because it got weird for us. <laughs> got weird for us. We still have of, we still have like in jokes from that time. A lot of drunk mayhem. Oh my god! Like also post raid <laughs> mayhem sessions, so good. Ah, <laughs> oh. strike golf. Yeah, ah, oh, strike golf is which I so always funny. won. <laughs> I still have clips from us playing strike golf. Uh. Real quick, if you don't know what strike golf is, you get in a fire team with two friends. You try to get and you try to finish a strike with the least amount of kills. It is harder than you think because some of those things are gated by you killing things. At some point, someone has to kill the boss. Things also get harder when you've got a shithead warlock with arcsols on your team who keeps planting rifts on you. <laughs> I forgot about that. So I'm trying not to kill things. You are giving me an auto fire gun. Uh, anyway, we're out of here. Uh, we'll see you next week. I'm just trying to think ahead because I am leaving the country in two weeks from today for two weeks. Oh, we'll get two more in before then. Yeah. We'll see you then. Yeah. Bye. Bye.